pretty damn stupid. Do you ever just sit and think about that? I don't. You know, I used to. And then one day I realized, why waste that time that I know to be true now? So now I just forget it and move on. Now we now we just forget it and move on like, like the other idiots in the world. Can't even make it to the intro. To me, weak when you would you know who sings that song? I get weak when you're next to me. Weak. Is that is that wham? I don't know. I, I have to look it up. I don't know. I get weak. That's not, I never heard of that person. Who gets this? Um, Belinda <laughs> Carlisle. That's who I've heard of. All right, that's who everybody. Belinda Carlisle from Lead Singer of the Go Go's. All right, all written by Diane Warren. Listen, no wonder everybody knows that song and sings it all the time. No wonder. <sighs> Look how informational this episode already is, Kendall. Every week we t- we're teaching listeners so many things. Can somebody pl- and send this to the Peabody Committee? Somebody, because <laughs> please. Please. Uh, no, Cliff, we're up here at the top of the Raw in the Sky mm-hmm. Cafe. It's a rotating restaurant cafe here in uh, Busheltown. You could like see all all around. You see all the different boroughs. All the uh, you see the North Busheltown Woods if you sit long enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's very rye heavy menu. It is a rye heavy menu, and the menu is heavy because it's made partially from rye too. And one thing I like, not that we're facing just the big water tower right now over in the West Busheltown Swamplands, that's the big view we've got right now. Other side is looking at something nice over uh, you know, in East Busheltown. But I don't like, I wish it was moving a little bit slower. I think it's teensy bit too fast of a rotation for eating such a rye heavy meal yeah it's like the rye like sits and won't move as fast as your body's moving right it's like the rye it just sits there when you have like i had rye and potatoes that's what i had right before we started the show and it's just it's just sitting right there you know what oh i know i had the rye loaf oh extra rye gravy oh man it was good oh what a loaf. But Cliff, we're not talking about the menu here. We were just, we were here. We were here. We were here having, we're having lunch. We're having lunch. We're having our pre-show meeting, going over a few details. We thought we'd meet up here. It's a great place yep. to see Busheltown. And Mrs. Potter Butter Butter, Mr. Schnabbottom, they were meeting with the, the restaurant owner. There are investors here. You know, Mrs. Potter Butter, Butter she has yep. such a yep. vast informational yep. library about Ra in her head that yep. they're, they consult with her all the time. And so anyway, I do hope that she, you know, not maybe not, not literally, well, maybe literally spices up the menu just a little bit. Cause you know, some like your rye loaf looked pretty good, especially when she had all that rye gravy on it. But you know, my rye and potatoes, it was just the potatoes, you know, like, you know how it was a bit rye. It was a bit rye, you know, but potatoes used to be kind of like a luxury, I guess, during the potato famine. But now, 
Yeah. It's just just kind of a big gray wad that you eat. Do you love just eating a big potato? Yeah, I noticed you did not order it. I mean, if it has the proper things on it, like a baked potato with all the fixings, you know. How often would you say you have one of those? Uh, rarely to none. Rarely to none. Yes, me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes. every once in a while, I'll be like, "Oh, baked potato." Now, I do. Ha- I like to have mashed potatoes and corn mixed together. That was oh. like something I had when I was a kid. I don't know why. It was just one of those things that they mixed, and I was like, "Oh, this is good," and I just love to have that every once in a while. Now, see, I would be remiss since this show is like our diary, basically, if I didn't come back with my own childhood mashed potato story. And the story goes like this. My dad, when he makes mashed potatoes, he on the plate, he'll put a blop of mashed potatoes. Then he makes sort of a bowl in the uh-huh. potatoes and he puts green peas in there. That's what his oh. always are. Peas and mashed potatoes. But. And so that's the way I have been brought up, but I'm sure corn, corn and peas are probably similarly nutritious because they're neither of them are like the highest vegetable, vegetable, if you know the what I mean. The corn is sweeter. It's sweeter. sweeter. Sweeter, sweet emotion. Who sang that? It's just, uh, that was Aerosmith. Aerosmith. But it's just, it's... It's interesting, like, what you grow up with and what you, what becomes, like, your palate, what you like, you know? I don't... Anywho... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I did not ask... I should have asked if they had some green peas in the back for my mashed potato, but... Oh, yeah, you should have. Uh, but no, this is still... It's not a mashed potato episode, Cliff. This no. is... We're, we're talking about... Well, we're talking about several things, but what I was going to say was that we were, we were up here having lunch, and we were like, we need to do the show. And so we called Charles, and we're like, bring the booth up. And, of yeah. course, he was grumpy as hell, because he was like, why you want me to bring it up top of the rooftop? I'm like, because this is the view. It is a beautiful view. Now, he was over at the truck stop, you know, with uh. some of the lot lizards and hanging out. But. You know, so that's why, you know, it was his day to do that. But, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. When inspiration strikes, that's what we had to do. We had to say, please, Charles, just... Put it in the freight elevator, and the, you know, and then, then you can assemble the booth on top of the roof, and so we can do the show in this rotating way, and then that will set the perfect stage to count down things that some people think are cool but are not cool, and then count down things that some people think are uncool but are cool. Got me exactly. <laughs> Um, and, you know, for somebody like Charles who will constantly talk about his contract, he should read his contract says he's on call at all times. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure that when we beep him 911, he, he, he will come running just like, like he did today. Well, he, he, he comes eventually, but he I wouldn't can. say he comes running. Y'all come, y'all come. All right, Kendall, what do you want to do? First, do you want to do uncool things that really are cool or cool Let's things do cool really... things that are really uncool. All right. Let's start with that. Cool but uncool. I don't know why. It, feel, it feels right. I think it sounds good. All right. Do you want to flip a space coin? That would be cool if you oh. did. Oh, man. Yeah. This is, now, this is something that I think... Um, People think is cool and is cool. Flipping a space coin. Flipping a space coin is cool. 
I know you fight me all the time you want to. I'm like, no, Cliff, this is my duty. I'll, I'll let you do it because I own 51% of the countdowns. So you can okay, flip the go. space coins. Call it. I call it heads because I think heads are cool. It's heads. All right. The, the, you said these things, we're doing, they're really, they're actually uncool. The cool things that are really uncool. Cool yeah. but uncool. Because this, I am so confused by myself. <laughs> it's going to get worse. It's only going to get worse, folks. Now, number six on the cool, and cool in quotes, but really uncool. Uncool. This is something that I know that when you are doing it, you do feel cool. And you feel like you're in your own little fun movie and you're in your own world. And then maybe you're even like helping others around you have a good time. But I contend that this is a terrible thing, regard, like, ir- regardless and irregardless. Do they both mean the same thing? Sure. No matter sure. what. Sure. This is Don't do cool. it. Don't do it. That's that's the general consensus. Yeah, it's uncool. When you are at the beach and you know you're on your towel, you're hanging out with your friends and family or whatever, some acquaintances from the truck stop that you've just met, and you're at the beach and you think, you know what would be cool is if I brought my boom box and cranked it up to 11 and spouted my jams up and down the coastline. Wrongo, uncool, Kendall, because I don't so uncool. I don't even care if it's somebody like I, I can't imagine someone with this good of a taste doing this. But I don't even care if I'm going to the beach and I'm sitting there and I hear somebody's boombox start crackling and they're playing well, I guess I would probably be okay. And probably we'd meet and be really good friends, but I would tell them to stop. Even if they're playing Madonna songs or something Dolly Parton's greatest hits. I would have to say, look, you obviously have some sense. You have impeccable taste. <laughs> but let's turn it down a little bit. Because, you know, haven't you been, you know, usually when you go to the beach and somebody doing that, they're playing, you know, uh, go stick a boot in your ass or whatever, you know, some kind of dumb shit. But even if they're not. Never something you want to hear. Yeah, even if it is, though, it's annoying. Well, that's the point. uh, Whatever is playing is going to be annoying to somebody. So be respectful. Right. And it makes me want to have a a spite boombox just so I can play, like, Opera or NPR or what would be really annoying? This show on just loud, Ooh, huge speakers. Cliff, taking it to a whole nother level. You don't. That's not something you come out with immediately. No, no that's that's uh, you know just when you're being really spiteful. That's when you turn on this show as loud as you can. Kendall, not cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, no, Cliff, that is terrible. Like I don't, I hate when when because you know uh, when you go to the beach like. The, the great thing about it is that it's like quiet and the, the waves are, are rushing up on the, the beach. Yes. You know, people may be chatting, but they're being respectful, you know. But no, I hate it. It's just like, oh, right. Blaring music. Blaring music. Even if it were Belinda Carlisle singing, I'm weak when you're next to me. Weak. Even if. Even if. Even if. Even if. All right, Kendall. 
Quit that jive. What's number five? Cliff number five. This one is something that I know you hate as well. Now, you know, we might not be big, like, motor fans, like big car nerds or whatever. We don't watch Top Gear or whatever or listen to the car podcasts or whatever. But Oh, you know what I used to love, though? Car talk. Oh, well, it was car like talk. Yes. But we're not big gearheads, you know. I don't um, even know what a gearhead is. That's how little of one that I am. Exactly. So we really hate it when people are trying to show off their big cars, their big mufflers, and they're revving their engines real loud. Another form of just, like, noise pollution. They, it, you think it's cool. They're like, rawr, rawr, but it is so annoying. I don't, I don't know how you could really think that that was cool. But, I, I mean, people must because they do it. So many people do it. Like, I, I just don't understand. It hurts my ears when people do it. Like, well, I just don't know why they would think it was okay to do it in, to themselves, even. <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, well, we do that, so. Well, I admit I never said it was cool. <laughs> we never said it was cool. Never said it was cool. It's so lovely to see you up here at the cafe. Oh, yes. You know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn and I, we have a small investment up here in this beautiful round restaurant atop of this building, boys. I think it's going to be a huge success. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Well, dear, you see, we think that it has such potential. It has beautiful views. But we have some wonderful recipes we're going to add to the menu. <laughs> oh, good. Well, and I mean, the views are really good. For right now, all I can see is that the swimming pool at the YMCA and it's the elderly people doing water aerobics in it. But Well, you know, they're, they're, just because, the, you know, there's a lot of things in the way of some of the views, but the views are there. The view, you're right. You cannot Can't argue with that. say that the views are not there. Now, what are you looking forward to adding to the menu? What kind of stuff are you going to put on there? Oh, well, for starters, yeah, there's a there's a wonderful appetizer that's a it's called like a rye crumble, but you have to fry it and it takes some of the the huskiness of the rye away, so it it goes down a little bit smoother. Oh, that sounds oh, good. It's very, very smooth, boys. Mrs. Potter Butter Butterson, she's been up all night perfecting the recipe. Why, I've tried 17 rye crumbles this morning. <laughs> but she's got it perfect, perfect, dear. Oh, well, you should have seen what it did to his bowel system, dear, over the many, uh, many courses of the evening. Oh, why, just a minor bowel attack. No, nothing at all out of the ordinary sugar lump. Oh, if it was just a minor one, then it's nothing. Just minor. I can just see a few little traces of it on your uh, cuffs of your trousers there. Now, what else? What about a big dessert? Because uh, I was looking at the dessert menu. We haven't ordered that yet. We just finished our main course. And it's a little bit skimpy. It just had like a rye tart and some kind of rattata, which I, I didn't even know what that was. Oh, dear. Well, you know what we absolutely have to have? 
A rye caramel trifle. Yes, dear, of course. Any you know, I have my, my, my famous one, dear. It's such a, an amazing recipe that was passed down from my great aunt. Oh, yeah, I do remember when you brought that to the outdoor picnic that it has the custard in it and the meringue yes, on top. Now, I, I can't share it with anyone, but only for the restaurant. Oh, it's a very secret recipe, boys. Why, don't even mention any of the other ingredients. Oh, <laughs> no. No, might give it away. You don't have to tell me any uh, ingredients. Just give me some of it. Just give me some. Now, I have been eating these Bushel Scout cookies that Fonky sold, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. I cannot stop. I've eaten about six boxes this week. Didn't she do a wonderful job? Just She was so... Just oh, just going around asking everyone, oh, would you like to buy some cookies? <laughs> I know. Well, and she got her saleswoman badge. And now did she... Oh, we're so proud of her. Was, did, there was some kind of big prize she was hoping to win with, you know, selling so many boxes. Did she get up to, like, the first or the second place prize? Well, you know, they did... Try to throw her off course. They, they, when they brought her to the stage, they said, "Oh, you've come so close to winning the top prize," and she oh. was very sad, very dejected. Oh. Dear, but then they, they revealed that they were only kidding, and she was the top salesman. Oh, it was some sort of a prank. I think one of the girls got some kind of a prank badge for doing that. (laughs) They're all about the badges, dear. Well, good. Now, did she get like a bicycle or a karaoke machine or what? Oh, dear, I don't... They gave her something. I don't know what the kids are are into. (laughs) It it, it sounded like a a, some term that didn't make any sense, like a wobbly boop or something, dear. But they they love it. (laughs) Yes, Vonky and Opie. They've been playing with whatever it is for days. Oh, my. <laughs> it's funny how something can take their attention for so long and we're not even sure what it is. Oh, that's what I call the generation gap. <laughs> oh, yes, dear. Yes. Oh, oh, we must get back over. I'm sorry, dear. We have another course coming. Oh, we must get yeah. back to the work, dear. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your show. All right. Thanks, we will. And remember about those desserts. Oh, yeah, better bring some over. We be- we'll be the taste testers. Better get to bring here. in. <laughs> we better get to eating. <laughs> we better. Now, Kendall, we have said what? Two things? Two things? We've said Three two. Things? Two whole things. Oh, so I guess it's ready for more. How about number four? Four. four. Number four. Kendall, <laughs> I think this is something that to the uneducated eye, meaning the eye who hasn't been listening to this countdown and <laughs> knowing that this is not cool, actually, you might think that this was cool. Maybe. Hopefully, you wouldn't. A lot of people don't. But sometimes it looks cool to the outside onlooker. But in the inside inlooker, it is gross and uncool. Don't be an inlooker. And this is, of course, I know listeners are screaming it. It might seem hip. It might seem, you know, skiddly bop, doodly daddy neat to do, <laughs> but it's not. Whenever you see someone just being an asshole. It (laughs) looks cool. And you you know, sometimes you're like, that asshole has a point. And maybe some assholes do have a point. But, 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 the assholes 
but who enjoy but, being an asshole but, and who are like, I'm so cool. Look at how big of an asshole I can be. It's not cool. You very quickly start to look like a big dumb idiot and like someone who has you know, busted a sprocket or something, whatever in their brain. And I know that we've all gone totally insane. I realize this. I'm not, I'm not, you know, in an alternate dimension where people are all rational and logical. Exhibits A through Z. Right. But, but it still doesn't give us the right to just constantly, always to just be a crazy Asshole, Kendall. Some people think it's cool, but it's not. It's not cool being an asshole. It's not cool. And you, you kind of took one of mine that I was gonna say. I was gonna say being a dick. Oh, which is about the same thing. It's like so same ass. Few inches away. There's no reason to to be an asshole in life. There's no reason. No reason. It, let, let's get through this together. We're all in this together. Like remember in High School Musical, how we learned we were all in it together, and it's like we've forgotten. All that we learned. Well, some of us didn't learn that, Cliff. Some of us never learned. Maybe some people missed the movie or the show. Maybe they need to go back when and watch. When will we ever learn? When will we ever learn? Go back. Not today. Go back and watch <laughs> High School Musical and please write some notes and record all the lessons, okay? Because there are our lessons. Number one among them, we're all in this together. Number two. We expect a full report <laughs> Number in the two morning. lesson is you can be a basketball star and the lead in the high school musical. That's not what we're talking about there now, Kendall. Not what we're talking about now, we're talking about cool and uncool, and I think it would be a lot cooler if you did number three. Be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, look, you can see the the water treatment plant now. Mm. We're, we're kind of coming around to that. I mean, that's that's a big part of that view. I do. I see. I see the, I guess that's steam and not smoke coming up from it, but it's oh, still. Oh, is that, is that poo bubbling down there? Oh, that's not appetizing. I don't know what it is. I wish they didn't have those big skylights. That's all I can say. Oh, um, okay, Cliff. Number three on the countdown of of <laughs> things that seem cool but are not. But they're not. They're not. I'm not gonna say it again. They're not. Um, 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 um. This thing. Um, 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 um. Just really, really, really drives me crazy. Drive me crazy. I just can't sleep. Sorry, Kendall. I know that you're dry, but I had one of those two for one rye martini specials. And so that's why this is a singing episode. Uh oh. Settle in, buckle in. It's going to be a bumpy night. Um, 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 um. I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> Something about number three. Oh my God. I know. Oh, so, you know, Cliff, you just hate it. It's, and, and everything that I'm really talking about falls into that category of just don't be a dick or an asshole. But don't you hate it when you are in a place, it could be the a coffee shop, it could be a nice cafe like this, and you're trying to like enjoy the view and enjoy the day, and people just decide to have a full-on, 100% phone conversation in public, loudly, and, and I don't know, it, to me, it almost seems like they must want everyone to hear this. Like, that's the I, only yeah. reason they would be talking this loud. <laughs> It's not cool. 
It's not cool. I think that they do want people to hear. That's the only reason you would like call your doctor and be like, what are my colonoscopy results? How did my intestines look? What about those polyps? You yeah, know? And, and on speakerphone sometimes, too. Loudly, in public. Loudly. It's... it's That's uncool. the worst part. Loudly. <laughs> that it, the, the loudness is what gets me, Kendall. The loudness. <laughs> so it really rubs me the wrong way. It's how loud they're being. And it makes me ask... The eternal question. What the food, 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 what the 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 food, Ice cream. Uh, Ooh, that was um, Finland. No, it was uh, the brilliant people. They packed a milk and rice mixture into the snow, and it was China. China. Thank God for China. Round of applause. Love it. Uh, Cliff, what is the oldest soft drink in the United States? Oh, my God. I don't know. Can I, let me have a phone. Let me call a doctor. Dr. Pepper. Give him a call. Give him a call. Give me a call. Give me a call. Call me up some Dr. Pepper. All right. You're going to need a doctor if you drink that all the time. Okay, if you drink do- Dr. Pepper. I like Dr. Pepper. Do you like Dr. Pepper? Do you pick I a like pepper? It. No, I just mean like anybody that drinks just like a ton of soda, you know. Uh, that's oh, all. Any just time, the, anything. The, the bigger sense of the word. In the bigger sense. If you want to hear about the bigger sense, come to Cliff and Kendall. We know. I got your man. Kendall, I've got. A question for you, and it goes like this: What part of an egg is known as the egg albumen? Oh, the albumen—that's the yolk. Yeah, no, it's the white. You but had two choices. I had a fifty-fifty chance. The wrong one. I guess you had three. You could have said the shell. All right, it's the the white. The egg white I don't know. is Knowing the albumen. Knowing me, I could have came up with twelve other things to say. <laughs> um, Cliff, what are crab sticks actually made of? Crab sticks? Yeah. You know, good old crab sticks. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, crab. Sorry, I didn't hear. Crab sticks. That makes sense. Uh, crab sticks are really made of just some kind of like rando fish. White fish. White fish. They're guys. lying. They're just saying it's crab sticks. Lies. White. Gotta be white. Lies, J Rod. Lies. <laughs> Webs. Crab sticks, J Rod. Speaking of food and questions about food, what type of fruit is also known as an alligator pear? Alligator pear. Let's see, what would make it an alligator pear? Uh, Peach. I don't know. No, you (laughs) buffoon. Buffoon. I I wish an alligator was here right now to offer you an avocado. Avocado. That makes way more sense. Way more sense. I'd tell me why you thought a peach was an, a peach is a sim- symbol for ass and not for alligators. Cliff, I could delve into what goes on to my brain as it's trying to think of an answer, but let's not. Let's not. Let's um, save that for have, the neurosurgeons. I have one final question for you. Which food did medieval Europe believe to be the devil's handiwork? The devil's handiwork was, of course, 
devil's food cake. No, Cliff, you've already talked about it once. Potatoes. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Like the- dun, 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 dun. Kendall, this is. I have one more, but this is an aside before I ask you the last one. Do you ever just sit and marvel at how fucking stupid humans as a race, the human race, I'm not seeing color here. I'm not seeing gender. I'm not seeing age. I'm not seeing, uh, you know, economic status or class or country of origin, I'm saying every damn human being, when you add them all up, pretty damn stupid. Do you ever just sit and think about that? I don't. You know, I used to. And then one day I realized, why waste that time that I know to be true now? So now I just forget it and move on. Now we now we just forget it and move on like, like the other idiots of the world. Lastly, go. Kendall. It's the only thing to do. Lastly, let me ask you about this first. What was the first food to be eaten on the moon? On the moon? Um, on the moon. Uh, the moon, J-Rod. I mean, it must have been space food. Was it a Was it a moon pie? No, that would have been good if they had thought to do that, but oh, they didn't. Oh, God. Big missed opportunity by the moon pie company. Uh, to quote Pretty Woman, big mistake. Huge. No, this was... Big mistake. <laughs> I ain't faking. Bacon. Bacon? Bacon. Really? I did not know that. According to my sources, which cannot possibly be false. Unless, listeners, unless you were the first person to eat food on the moon and it was not bacon, then email us at cliffandkendall at (laughs) yahoo.com. We'll be sure to set the record straight. We'll set the record straight. straight. We'll we'll do a corrections episode at some point. (laughs) All right. Kendall, number two on the things that seem cool to some but are not cool. What is it? What is it? What is I'm not going to sit and lie that it? this doesn't what look cool sometimes when you're watching a movie. Okay? Sometimes you see a movie and this is going on and you think, oh. you Sometimes you even think, oh, good. But it's not cool in real life. Talk about gunplay. It may look cool when James Bond is blowing people away, but in real life, you're going to shoot your eye out. Don't leave the guns. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, leave the guns to the water gun factories, okay? Because <laughs> that's enough. Enough with the guns. It's not cool. Might look cool when uh, Liam Neeson is blowing somebody away in the face, shooting their kneecaps off, but it's not. It's not really cool. No, there's nothing cool about it. No, there's nothing cool about it. And it's not. Kendall said it. There's nothing cool about it. Unload, not lock and load. Unlock and unload. That's my new uh, strategy and platform. I'm glad. I'm glad you've changed your platform. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be. If it feels good, do it. Now <laughs> it's unlock and unload. Uh, Cliff, number one people that have a platform. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, number one, the woke mind virus. Is it that? No. No. It, number one. <laughs> On the things that seem cool, but really aren't. Uh Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. It's so Uh-oh. many places to take Uh-oh. it, so many things to talk so about. Many. I guess so I many. I should say, as an, as an honorary mention, belching loudly in public, <laughs> but... But we've never been able, we've never knew, known when to quit that. So that's just, that's why it's just an honorary mention. But no, uh, people, Cliff, people that go around all the time, now this, this has gotten better over the years, but it's been a big problem. They just go around throwing around sexual innuendos, being extremely unpleasant and awful and just gross people that, society doesn't want to be around they don't want them in society and and they're the only people that don't understand it like the harvey weinsteins of the world the weinsteins no more weinsteins folks no more harveys i think the world has spoken and we know that it's not cool anymore but and that's why i'm saying that's why it's number one it is not cool and it never was let's face it it never was it was always never it never was no that's that's why it's on the list of sounds cool, but isn't. But you know some sleezos, not anybody who's wise enough to listen to this show. No. But some God, no. sleezos out there oh, like, hey, know. it's cool to degrade people and be yes, rotten. we've all known them. We've all known it's them. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's so really not being cool. an asshole. Um, Again. Speaking of it. Speaking of asshole, can I have to go let mine loose? I have it's something about that rye and potatoes. I gotta go take a bathroom Whoa. break. Okay? All right, watch out! Don't step in the other stuff. The Mister Nobbottom already dropped. Oh, there's a trail out there. I'll try to be careful about that. All right, we'll be right back right after this. Hey, you! Don't worry, Cliff and Kendall will be right back. Look, Dad, this one's bones are even bigger. That's Tyrannosaurus Rex. How big do you suppose my bones will get? A lot closer to my size, if you keep eating right and taking your Flintstones vitamins. Flintstones will help me grow? Sure, with vitamins like A and D, even calcium. Now, dinosaurs ate plants and lizards. Yeah, no wonder they're extinct. We are Flintstones kids, 10 million strong and growing. And now, welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Control. He's back, and we're back. Also, Cliff and Kendall. Oh, that was beautiful, Cliff. <laughs> All right, boys. Thanks for inviting us here into your booth. We've got to get back out there and speak to Wally Wallace, the owner of the restaurant, Mrs. Butter Butter Butter. Oh, oh what? not, what's that, Kendall? Boy? Not yet. What? Not yet. You don't, because we have to go over 
some weird things <laughs> oh, first. I don't know. There's not, nothing too weird here at this restaurant bar. Oh, my. Oh, it's not called. Do you want to hear something weird It's for not. Nothing? I've got something really weird. This, oh, gosh, is this weird, okay? Because oh, let gosh. me tell you, firefighters, you think if you're a firefighter, that you're going to be living backdraft, that you're going to be putting out blazes, four alarm stuff all the time, you know, being a Billy Baldwin type hero, but not in Pennsylvania. Firefighters in Pennsylvania conducted an unusually weird rescue when what but a two-year-old girl got her head stuck in an angel food cake pan. I hate it when that happens. Erin Mixell of Dunder Mifflin County said her daughter Quinley, oh, for God's sake, these people's names, Quinley, Quinley, <laughs> put, her head, put her head back in the pan. Good old Put her head back Quinley. in the pan, if that's her name. Uh, was Quinley was playing, well, she was just playing with it, guys, an angel food pan that had its middle section removed when, like an idiot, she put the pan over her head and became stuck, just like Leave It to Beaver when he got his head stuck through that fence that time. People, they say, well, she wore it kind of like a shawl around her shoulders until the fireman got there. (laughs) She was a trooper. She was still able to eat and drink while she had this tin around her neck, to which I say she's not really much of a trooper. It's not really bothering her if you're able to eat and drink while you got it around your neck. It's a shawl. Mixel called 911. Can you imagine being the 911 officer? My daughter's got her head stuck in a cake pan. I'm a good mother. (laughs) And the firefighters from the Junction Fire Company in Lewistown were summoned to the home. Firefighters used tin snips, not the jaws of life, to cut through the pan and free the toddler. Free the toddlers, folks. The fire company shared photos from the unusual rescue on Facebook. I feel like I'm at a sermon. <laughs> Lord said Mixel and her daughter. Oh, my God. Mixel said her daughter takes after her. When she was a child, she required her own rescue when her legs became stuck in a plastic chair. Kendall, I want to say something and let it not be controversial that heterosexuals are the downfall of society. Why are people having like this, having children? And then they name them Quinley, for God's sake. I mean... I think it's an acceptable observation. I don't think you're hurting right, anybody's acceptable. feelings. Acceptable. Um, <laughs> oh, you know oh, what they say. Colors. Spare the cake pan, spoil the child. Spare the cake pan, spoil the child. I've got a pillow with that embroidered on it at home. Oh, well, is it time for us to be going, Mindy? <laughs> yes, boys. Thank you. That'll oh, be enough. No, I, I haven't even said anything That's weird That's right. Kim's got weird and, stuff. I mean, we've been on there a few minutes, and I haven't said anything weird. It's... You gotta get. I gotta start talking. <laughs> he must not have been saying um, anything at all. So, what makes this story weird is it's not only the first time this has happened, but another. Another funeral home has discovered that a woman who was presumed dead and showed up at the nur- at the funeral home, then they found to be breathing. She was actually alive. Oh my god, that's like that scene in Death Becomes Her when they take Meryl Streep to the to the hospital. Oh, I know. It oh, is. I know. It, it, oh, it, I know. Wouldn't that be terrifying? Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure oh, she like wasn't conscious or anything. And I think she only lived a few more days. Like, it's a very sad story. She was older. But <laughs> just, it, that's oh, insane that these, these days with the technology we have. It is insane. I'm 
I can't even get over it. Well, is it okay? We really should be going, dear, because the owner of the restaurant really yes. wants us to go over we're, some more of those we'll menu see you items. later, boys. No, wait. I've got something else really weird here. If you thought that girl with the dang cake pan around her neck was weird, and it was, this is even weirder. Pretty weird. A pest control technician investigating an insect problem in a California home made a weird and startling discovery. About 700 pounds of acorns had been stashed inside the house's <laughs> wall by woodpeckers. Oh. Good old oh woodpeckers. My. They are very magnificent yeah, creatures. Beautiful example of the Lord's work, boys. Well, Nick Castro of Nick's Extreme... God, oh, for God's sake. Nick's Extreme Pest Control is the name of this place. It's extreme. Said he expected to find a dead animal up there because there were maggots and mealworms coming out of the walls. I call that weird. But Nick Castro cut a small hole in the wall, and oh my God, it was like, remember that episode of the Dick Van Dyke Show where all the walnuts pour out of the closet there, and Laura's on top, and she kind of like slides down? It was that. Folks, oh, the good old days. Yeah, those were the good old days. No, Castro and its colleagues discovered the acorns were piled twenty feet high inside the wall. Said it was seven hundred pounds, and they were removed. He said the acorns eventually began falling through the wall cavity, and he remarked that it was just like an old Dick Van Dyke show episode, and he did say he repaired the damage to the home's exterior and added some screens to protect from those acorn-hoarding birds. I call it a bird brain. Oh, my gosh. Cliff, I must say, and I, I just cannot contain myself in saying that that story was nuts. It was... It was, it was, it was, love it. it was, oh, well, dear, that was quite an yes. interesting All story, right, but boys. we really should Thank be going. You for this. We're ready, ready to go. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, I think I just just one more, oh. just one more. Okay, in Kentucky, you know, I mean, it's starting off oh, bad to begin God, with. It sounds weird already. Uh, Christmas display. Uh, it leads to a bizarre 911 call when they're like, oh, there's a man out in the yard and he's got a robe on. He's, he's nude. He's got a hose between his legs. And they're like, something's not right. I don't know what it is. Well, you know what it was? It was a display of Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. Oh. And when the cops showed up, they were they just loved it. And they all took pictures with it. It was a good time. Well, it's not, it's not his fault that his shitter was full. But I do think it's a right. little bit weird that it's still up this late into the year. Kindle, it's almost Easter. Oh, no. If you got something that good, Cliff, you got to keep it keep up. Just keep it up. If I had some Sanderson sisters life-size, I'd just give them some Easter baskets to hold around this yeah, time that, of year. Year round. Year round. Year round. Oh, right, okay, dear. Really? Well, we really <laughs> must be yes. going. That's been a oh, lot oh, of it's fun. Really been something, boys. All right, Sugarlum. Let's go see Wally Wallace and talk about the appetizers. Oh, yes, because I have some on the grill back in the back. <laughs> oh, what fun, Cliff. What fun. What fun. Now, Kendall, I had one more, but I want to tell it to you, but it really is, it's really, it's beyond weird and branches into a horror story. Oh, Cliff, I don't know. We have to consult the judges to see if we can go into horror territory. Oh, oh we can. We, we can. can. 
Transportation Security Administration officers at at Pennsylvania. Weird shit's going on in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. In the airport, they made an unusual discovery in a checked bag. Oh, God. Was it drugs? I would, no, because if if I found drugs in my bag, I would not have 25 heart attacks and die. I would be like, where'd all these drugs come from? But if I found a stowaway frog... I Frog. would flip out, and I don't know if Lisa Farbstein did or not, but she's the spokesperson for TSA Public Affairs Northeast, and she said a checked bag triggered an alarm, I guess a, a frog alarm, during security <laughs> screening at the Harrisburg Airport, and Fair Farbstein <laughs> tweeted... Flarbstein tweeted, and why are people fucking tweeting and Facebooking all this shit? I'll never know. But she tweeted that the frog uh, hopped terrifyingly out of the bag while officers were examining it. And the little creature was, she used a bad pun, I'm not going to repeat, was very surprised when he was spotted and asked, oh, she used another one. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, no, no, I'm not even I'm not even reading the rest of it, but oh my god. Oh frogs, my god. Frogs. frogs, I would, you know, speaking of shitting pants, that's what I would do if I found that in my pants in my checked luggage. What a story. If if I saw if I ever found a spider in my bag, you know, I'd be losing my shit. Oh, too many spiders sitting down beside her. But but we're we're moving on down the list and on round the cafe as it spins and spins in the sky. I I am getting a little dizzy up here, I think. I told you, it moves a little too fast. Now, we are around to where we can see the North Busheltown Woods over there. I wish that it was like autumn so we could see the beautiful fall colors that it's known for. It's so nice from up here. We'll have to remember that. We'll have to remember that if this place is still open this autumn. But right now, I think it's time to move on to our second. Countdown of the day. Tell us about it, Kendall. Oh, well, Cliff, if you thought things that were perceived to be cool but were really uncool was cool, well, just hold on to your hat because now we're talking about uncool things or people think are uncool that really are cool. They really are cool. So many cools. Kendall, in the spirit of coolness, I'm going to let you start us out this time. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's see. What do we want to start with? I got so many good things that are really, really cool. You know, let's start off with an easy one. Let's let's just let's get the low hanging fruit out of the way. Oh, low hanging fruit! It is actually cool. A lot of people think that low hanging fruit is uncool, but it's cool. Kendall went there. He did. Cliff, that low hanging fruit that is being a Disney fan. Oh! <laughs> you know I have to throw it in there, and that is number six. You know a lot of people they're like so uncool, so uncool. They're big Disney geek, but it is so cool. It, it is cool, okay, no, it's so cool that I'm going to blend it seamlessly with number five, which is a more general look at what you've given us for number six, uh, in, inclusive mm-hmm. of fanning out. In general, it is cool. Oh, fanning out. Why not be obsessed with things? John Waters said life is nothing without an obsession. Or maybe he meant obsession by Calvin Klein. I'm not sure. But life is nothing without obsessions. And if Kendall's 
wants to smell the vanilla of Main Street and go to the Pirates of the Caribbean and wear his Mickey ears and dress like Carl Fredrickson of Up on Halloween, then more power. Darn tootin'. More power. Let your freak flag fly. Let your Fredrickson flag fly. And your uh, Chippendale underwear. I don't know what. You be a big fan. You know. You know. Kendall. No, everybody knows. Although I don't know. I think I keep it to myself mostly. The things that I'm obsessed with on the show. I don't. I don't know. Nothing's coming to my mind. Nothing's coming to my mind. But uh, you know. I. You know. I could. I could fill the air with hours of talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. Or Madonna, and you know, because I just want to be positive and I want to fill the world with things that are wonderful. And when I think to myself about wonderful things, D- Dolly Parton, Jake Gyllenhaal, Madonna, Timothy Chalamet's hair and how it blows around, you know, different stuff like that, it just, I'm like, I think listeners would want to hear about this stuff. Well, of course they would. Ooh, it's cool, guys. <laughs> it's a cool thing to do. But this is a detail, Kendall. Last night I watched a movie called Return of the Living Dead Part 2. And in it, at one point, we were soon in uh, why can't I put together a sentence these days? This is all these rye <laughs> martinis that I've had for lunch. This guy, this young guy and this older guy, they go grave robbing. <laughs> and of course, you know what happens is the trioxin gets in the air and the bodies come back to life. And it's classic. Cla- it is. Cla- it's wonderful all the way through. But <laughs> what does this say about me, this detail? Because in the beginning, you know, they're going to this mausoleum and they're opening up and he, you know, this one old man, well, this part is not, this and this is not part of the countdown, but this is not cool, is that he was like chopping off the head of somebody to, sell, I don't know, sell it or something. That's not what I, I thought. Yeah, this makes sense. But then... He like went, <laughs> was taking the rings and the bracelets and stuff from this dead person. And I was like, that makes sense. Why not? I mean, it's just buried there. What do people need this bracelet and the ring that nobody's ever going to know? You just seal them back up. Well, hey, if you wait 3,000 years and you do it, you're a museum. You're a museum. There you go. I'll just. Boom. There's some truth. Boom. Truth bombs. Kendall, Kendall, oh my God. This is the, the orth is, the orth is scorched where you dropped that bomb. <laughs> and so it's. No difference. It's, no difference. The orth is so scorched that I think we just might as well move ahead to number four. Number four, Cliff. Now, this is something that I think. I'm not sure. I, th- I think we both had the same issue when we were growing up. You know, you, you don't know, like, oh, what's cool? What's cool to wear to school? What's cool to be the in crowd? What's the, the hippest trends? You know, the fashion. But at some point, you realize, like, be who you want to be. You know, there's so many people like, oh, they, I can't believe they got tattoos. I can't believe they got pierced. Or I can't believe they did this or that. It's like, shut up. Let people do whatever they want to do. Wear what you want to wear. Be who you want to be. 
That's what's really cool. Let me, let me be. Yeah, just be if you want to live high, live high. If you want to live low, live low. There's a million ways to go. You know that there are. You know that there are. You know that there are. Kendall, number three. Trace. Toi. Toi. I was, I was hoping you said Trace. I was like, he should have said Toi. But it's either one. Fixed it. And now this one, Kendall, number three. Some people think this is not cool, but really, when you boil it down, like they boiled those potatoes that I had for lunch that gave me that terrible, I won't even say what happened on the break. But if you boil it all down like a potato, humans, we're just, we ain't nothing but mammals. And we're, we're animals. And people think, oh, you've got to work constantly and you've got to strive for things and you've got to never, never stop, uh, you know, working towards such because and you don't want to waste your time. You I think that it's actually cool to be a little bit lazy think of the cats in the sun and you know there's the phrase cool cat and there's a reason it's because cats sometimes are cool and like garfield for instance and think of that think of garfield he is just laying there snoozing and thinking about his next lasagna and human beings we don't owe ourselves other people, the universe, anything more than that, than sleeping around, not sleeping around, although you could sleep around, snoozing <laughs> around, and snoozing, <laughs> drowsing around, napping off, and having the lasagna, and then pushing Odie off the table. You know, that's all really... Well, I mean, because really, Cliff, if you take the lasagna and the pushing Odie off the table away... Laziness, Garfield laziness, is really, he's just like a monk. He yeah. meditates all the time. That's that's really what laziness really becomes, is meditation. Uh, there you go, Kendall. I couldn't have... We're monks. We're monks. We're doing the Lord's I work. I knew that you looked so much like Buddha that eventually you'd start having those, you know, profound philosophical thoughts like he did. Yeah, number three, being a monk. Lazy! A lazy bunk. <laughs> Cliff number two, <gasps> moving on up the list. Well, we're moving on up to the east side. To number two. To a deluxe well, podcast and studio in the sky. That's what we are today, Kendall. Did something. you know that we're in a deluxe podcasting oh booth God. in the sky? Why are we just now getting to that? We should have started. We should have led with that. We're bearing the lead. We are. Um, Don't bury it. Dig it up. Number, Dig number, up the lead. Number two. Dig up the lead. Reboot Sable. <laughs> Reboot Sable. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. A lot of things to chant. I got a lot to get to. Chanting. Also cool. Yes. Uh, number two is something that really deserves to be on every list. Not just not just this cool list, but a list for all mankind. Because really, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. And one thing you can do, like we always do when we're helping people, when we're doing Dear Cliff and Kendall segments, 
We're helping people, and that's that's an important thing to remember. Always help people. Mr. Rogers said there'll always be helpers. Be one of those helpers. Listen to people when they need to talk to someone. Just like how we helped immediately right off the bat today when I explained that I get weak when you're next to me weak is sung by Belinda Carlisle, written by Diane Warren. It, you know, informational help. The way we've told people not to listen to yes, loud I, music at the I beach. I put it in the help pile over there earlier. Helped. Helped. I agree, Kendall. Now, we've reached the big one. Numero the big one. uno. Numero uno thing that people think is uncool, but it's really cool. A, this is something that you can't really help, but it's still cool when it happens. And I think it's really cool, and you and I are going to spearhead making it the coolest way to be, okay? I'm cool with it. I want to I say some names. Tell me if they're cool or not. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The, whether the name is cool? Well, whether he's cool. He's cool, right? Oh, he's cool, He's yeah. cool. Larry David. He's cool. William Frawley. Who's William Frawley? Fred Mertz. Oh, Fred Mertz. Um, no, cool. he's not yes, cool. Yes, he is cool. He no, is I mean, cool. Because he's like grumpy. Like, I, I, I thought that's what you Fred, meant. Not like, Fred, but Willie, the man, the actor. Oh, no, he's cool. He's cool. Right. Sorry. Ed Asner. Oh, he's cool. Cool. <laughs> What's one thing? All these cool dudes have in common. They're cool. They're cool. <laughs> and they're bald as shit. Baldness is cool. Kendo, do you think it takes guts to go out into the world with a beautiful head of hair? They're like Timothy Chalamet's hair that is like a, a lava lamp on top of his head. It's hypnotic. No. Like, no, that's easy. If I had hair like that, I'd go out every day. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> <laughs> then that's why he stays in and, and becomes a monk. But, but, and that's cool. But, and that's cool. That is cool. That is cool. Cliff. Now you know what's funny. Down at the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts, where yes. I, you know, do stage managing, doing set stuff down there. Um, one of the painters, who just oddly's name is is actually Monk. Um, he's bald. And I was getting my hair cut the other day, and he was texting me a question, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I was just getting my hair cut. And he was like, oh, I remember those days. Uh, and I just thought that was the funniest thing. Wasn't that hilarious? What a cool response. What a cool response, Mom. So cool. I think that it is cool. I was, I was, there was some other thought, but it's, you know, it's gone, and it must not have been that cool, or I would have remembered it no, to add it. Uncool thoughts are <clears throat> gone. Man, this has been a cool episode, Cliff. It has. And I think that really when you said this episode is in the helped pile, it is because we're helping the whole show long. Yes. And all our listeners, I'm sure, feel a whole lot cooler. I'm sure that they are. Speaking of cool, I need to go cool off. I need another rye martini because it's hot in this booth. (laughs) The sun is beating down. I'm ready to get a whole lot cooler. Charles, you can take this booth apart now. We'll yeah, see you here next week. All right. Thanks, Kendall. Stay cool. You stay cool too, Cliff. 
Hey, listeners, stay cool. Stay cool. Testing has confirmed that two male chicks hatched in 2001 and 2009 from unfertilized eggs were related to their mothers. Neither were related to a male. Endangered California condors, condors can have virgin births, according to a study released Thursday. Virgin births. Virgin births. Virgin births. Virgin births. Thursday. Thursday. Virgin births. Virgin births. Thursday. 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 Shut up. It's like, shut up. It's like, 
shut up. It's like, shut up. 